Jim Brewer. 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 Looking good, Mr. Mike. How are you doing? Doing good, man. You're still sounding great. <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> I'm glad I sound great. Thank God. Yeah, man. Uh, now, now, apparently, you're so hopped up that you're coming back and you're doing more stuff to the studio. So now we can have guests in here and another camera and all that jazz. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. It's good. That's exciting. I'm glad you're excited like that. Oh, I'm so excited. So, um, I'm really tired today, but let me tell you why. So, basically, go to jimbrewer.com for all tour dates and stuff like that. But I have the um, True Brew Weekend in Sarasota coming out, where the Patreon uh, VIP members, there's certain members that have been around uh, a long time, and I we're going on a... Uh, a little sunset cruise. And then the weekend starts Saturday where there's shows. There's podcast live. We're streaming live. Um, but you know, we have a, a rooftop party, a silent disco, food trucks, Sunday, uh, another whole talk. But And it's pretty much sold out. I'm not sure if there's any tickets left to be. And I'm just saying that. So I went to Sarasota today to do promotion on a local tv network which was hilarious that's that's another whole I, I haven't done one of those in a long time you know i'm usually following either a dog show or someone that's sick morning tv is a lot of cooking someone's sick or dogs that's that's usually it and weather but last night i checked in i brought it was me and my daughter. I don't want to say the name of the hotel. I've been staying there for years, 20, 25 years in Sarasota. Um, and last night, someone knocked on my door. Now, first of all, it, I, I thought about maybe they, they, maybe they were specifically coming to see me. Um, but I had to rule that out because, A, I had no reservations. When I went to this place, I just showed up about good Lord, sexy brewer here. Holy moly. Janet uh, Jackson slipped there. Yeah, little Janet Jackson slipped there, Mike. I'm going to show a little, uh, little nip -a doodle. That's good. Uh, internet there. Good content. That's great. Internet, right? That is good company. I mean, huh, me and Janet Jackson showing a little nip -a doodle. So, uh, we check in and my daughter and I are staying in the room. She's going to come down. She came, she went to uh, Sarasota with me and about 11, 15 PM, the door knocks and the guy says security, which I thought, all right, well, we were talking, but we weren't very loud. I'm very subconscious. I'm very, very, aware of how loud I am when I'm in a hotel and stuff like that. And so I looked through the people and there was a guy there. 
maybe security. I'm like, all right. So he's, you know, what's his deal? Some banana called and said we were talking past 10, 30, 11 o'clock. But there was also part of me that was like, I don't know. And I went with my instinct. Uh, and most of you would say you shouldn't even open the door. But I did open the door. Maybe an inch. I had my foot behind the door. So if they try to shove it, I had my hand and my foot placed against the door. So I opened it up and I immediately saw the guy had no credentials. So I, he, and he was holding something. I don't know what he was holding. He was holding something. And I just looked at, and that's all, it was a split second. I went, no. Boom. And as I was shutting the door and the no was, you're not safe. It wasn't like, no, you can't talk to me. It was no, no. It was a, you're not safe. No. And I immediately said to my daughter, call 911 and I'm getting my gun. That's, that's what I said. And the guy took off as I was shutting the door, he took off towards the elevator or the staircase and you know the cops came um i called security i said did you guys i called the front desk like did you guys send anyone security up here and they went no but all right well i just had someone at my door and then they sent someone out and the cops came uh and they're going through footage but that was uh so now we can't so now they go away and i'm Naturally, I went with my daughter, so I'm a little, even without my daughter, I'm a little freaked out. Like, did they, was I targeted? And then I went, no, because, no, I don't, th I seriously think not because no one knew I was staying there. No one knew I was even going to be staying in that city. <clears throat> and then, you know, we were on the beach for a little bit. Maybe the whatever the reason was, I don't know, and it freaked me out. So then we checked into another hotel, and my daughter was like, "I'm now we got we took the refrigerator, the little mini refrigerator, and we pushed it against the door, and I've got all these traps on the door, and it has uh, adjoining rooms, and we're putting traps on there. I got all my little traps that I put on, so if it, if someone tries to open it, I have bells and this will fall to make a noise and all these things. And um, she's like, I'm sleeping with the lights on. So I slept with the lights on. So I'm a little tired today. Not freaked out, but yeah, it was a little, a little excitement in, in the Jim Brewer world. I didn't, um, I never had that before. It was a little, it was a little weird. And I went back to the hotel this morning and they started going through footage. He's like, oh, I got to go through the footage. I'm like, well, I wish you would go through it sooner than later. They comped my room. And he said, you, saw, you can come here again. It's an incredible place. I've stayed there. had to be 20-something times. So I don't want to – I think their one big fault is, you know how you go into a hotel and you need a key to get in the elevator? This place doesn't have that. And you can come walking in off the street. You can, you can, uh, it has, um, it also has a parking garage that can go to any floor that you're on and you can just walk onto the floor and, you know, you can have your car ready to go. And I guess they wouldn't be able to get in there unless they had a key, but, uh, 
because the parking garage you need a key to get into the garage. Either way, it was uh, it was definitely an awakening experience, which is now normally I have big bags under my eyes, and today I got big, big, big bags under my eyes. Um, so like I said, we we also have a guest today coming on. It's through the earth when I burnt myself and I used this aloe, and we eventually found the owner of Fruit of the Earth. So he's on today, and you're going to see how <laughs> hang with that conversation, and I'll tell you why. Because I, I truly believe we're in the world of the more someone tries to sell something, the less... The, the, you guys can smell that a mile away. I can smell it a mile away. You know, he was a little, I, it could be nervous or whatever, but every time he, he tried to, um, and that's the natural world. You go and you learn sales and you're used to being in a board meeting and you're used to talking to the board and they need to hit these bullet points and all that jazz. I'm anti that. I, I want to know who you are, how you got here and it goes into interesting places. Um, and I thought it actually went into a, a very powerful place. So hang in there for Tom McCurry Jr. I hope I'm saying his name right from through the earth. Um, but also on the show, I got a lot of, um, I'm planning on like family day things and I'm planning on, uh, the musical thing, we got to do the Serpents of Humanity. And all that, we finally hired a professional producer who's now part of the show. And you can email us here for segments you'd like to see and and besides our guest. And she's going to be our new helper and producer. And she's already super. We had great conversations. We have Margot. What's up, Margo? Hello. Thank you for that lovely intro. Wow, you got a nice setup too. Oh, thank. I mean, this is just. Well, I have a podcast also, so I have this. My and you know, just good. Well, for, how, can we, how can we listen to your podcast? What, what's your podcast? I don't even know uh, this. It's called Death by Southwest. You so did tell me this. Death yeah. by mm -hmm. Southwest, and what is Death by Southwest? It's a, it's a true crime podcast I do with my sister. The company I worked at before, they were like, we need more females in true crime. And they couldn't find somebody to hire. So they were like, Margo, you do. I was the only woman. So they're like, Margo, you do a podcast. Come up with something. So I live in Arizona. So we came up with Death by Southwest. We cover like murders in the Southwest. Oh, wow. That's like heavy stuff. That sounds... Heavy stuff, but like with out. cocktails, a little bit, you know, we try to keep it not too, too dark, but okay. some of it's heavy. Some of it's a little more okay. drunk. So. Huh? Okay. <laughs> well, thank fun. God. Thank God. I'm not part of uh, that program. I don't know if you heard me in the beginning with the guy knocking on my door. Yes. Security guard. I'm freaked out. Isn't that crazy? I, it was terrifying. I'm not going to lie. I never was scared. I really was never scared. And I, and I didn't have a horrible feeling, uh, maybe because he left immediately when he saw I was A, I was much bigger than when I opened the door. And B, like when I immediately said, no, he, he, he immediately turned and I slammed the door and I didn't give it a whole lot of time to think about. But when it was over, that's I wasn't freaked out, but I was just more of what? 
what yeah. just happened? What was the intent there? Like, what was he going to hurt us? Was he, was he looking for uh, money? Did he, it was, I don't know. I don't know. He's a super fan. He just wanted like a quick glimpse of you, but how would he know that you're, that no, I, I thought that too, for no way, because no one knows where I checked in. I right. didn't have a reservation there. It was completely spontaneous. And the, when I, I, I'll do that in certain cities, I'll look to see if they have rooms available. And if they do, instead of, instead of reserving them, I'll just show up do it and go, week. I know you got this room available. Let's, let's do this. So yeah, that makes sense. So, I feel like that so, would be one of the scariest parts of being famous is just, you know, like, you never know. I know. I know. People, which is, ugh. yeah, I'm not there. I'm not there. Margaret. Yeah. Yes. Yes, you are. You're famous. I mean, I, that, I mean, people know who you are. You have fans, yeah, but, you know? Yes. But I, but as the great JB Smoove once said, uh, he's like, I can, I can eat Laguini in public. <laughs> I, can, I, can, I can eat Laguini. I can eat some damn Laguini in public. <laughs> Yeah, but he was on Howard. He's on Howard line. Stern, and he's like, "Howard, you can't eat no damn Laguini in public." Howard Stern can't be walking <laughs> down the street and sitting on the corner. You were eating a garlic butter. You can't do that. Too many freaks coming up to you, Howard. I got JB Smooth can do that. I can do that. I can yeah, sit down. But that's I'll the get best like kind a, of fame. Why? Yeah. You know, it would suck to not be able to even go out in public. Yeah, no, it would be scary no matter what level of fame. So yeah, yeah I would. I don't, want, I don't. I don't want security guards. Although I'm gonna have some in Sarasota. So good plan. All you, uh, all you diehards, just just be aware. There's gonna be a gorilla around, and he's not as. And we'll get into that next weekend. Um, <laughs> so I'm excited about our new adventure. I have, Me too. and I love that you've been super responsive with my erratic text and or messages. And there's gonna be a lot of that. Sometimes we get an idea, and I call you out of the blue out of nowhere. Um, totally okay. And I love how you're just like, yeah, we could do this. Oh my God, this is great. Oh my God, this is going to be awesome. So, um, you good now, idea. Can, are you, are you on the, our website too? Which, with the, cause to, to email Mike to hit Mike the sound guy.com on our site. Did I hear uh, you put yeah, yourself we, on there too? It's just Margo at the Bruniverse.com. Okay, cool. R G O T. Maybe Mike can like put it up at the bottom. Okay, and I'm I'm apologizing now for putting it on there, and I'm going to tell people if you want certain guests, talk to no, Margo. Okay. If you want to, if you want certain, okay, all right, this yeah, is good. yeah. Well, I'm excited. I think we're going to have a. I think this has been really good, and then um, even when we're done with, even when we're done with today, I already got a bunch of more stuff and ideas. Like I was telling you about the whole family day um the whole musical concept too how we did we, we that's the first thing we got to jump into is the serpents of humanity how we how we start rolling those those songs out or or how that competition i don't want i don't want all of you that created all that to think like well that was a waste of time we're, we're, I promise you, we're going to get into all that. So we're getting to it. We're getting to it for sure. Yeah. You have, you had a, a slew of great ideas, so I can already tell that that was just the beginning. That there's going to be more and more, and it's going to be, you know, it's like the Bruniverse 2.0. I love it. Well, I'm <laughs> excited. I'm excited to have you. I'm not going to keep you long, you. and then Thank we're going to jump into Tom. Uh, I just want everyone to meet you. They know the voice. 
They yeah. know the they know the face, <laughs> and and now we know Margot. This is Margot. Thanks for. I'm excited to have you around. I really am. I have, my Thank shoulders you. came down so much more knowing uh, <laughs> I can I can turn to you, Margot. So uh, you need anything? Absolutely. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Margot. Okay. Hi. The great Margot, everybody. All right. So with that, we're going to continue in the show. I think you're going to enjoy this this interview. Um, and the reason why I had him was, yes, I loved when I burnt the snot out of myself and I told Mike burnt himself and I told him to try the fruit of the earth. It's a clear aloe. And he turned around and he's, he gave an incredible sponsorship for the true brew weekend and, and then some, and I like to, it's part of like, let's get to know who runs these companies. It's time for Who Runs These Companies with Jim Brewer. Now, again, like I said, at first he goes into sales pitch mode, which is natural. But then we start really getting a conversation. And then from there, he goes into another deep section where he starts talking about his faith. And even there, he starts going, and then we we go in an incredible direction. I think you're going to enjoy it. So enjoy the rest of Bruniverse. I'll take it away uh, with Mr. Tom Curry Jr. of Through the Earth. Check it out. Now uh, I have the CEO of the brand, which is called Through the Earth, Mr. Tommy. Did I say this right, Tommy, if I say McCurry? McCurry. Yeah, McCurry and, Jr. And, Tommy and McCurry Jr. Tom McCurry Jr., yep. Yeah. How you doing, buddy? And I am the president. I, unfortunately, not the CEO. We've got a very talented. El Presidente. El Presidente, yeah. My El highest Presidente. apologies. No, no, that's all right. That's all right. Okay. It's all family here, so we're good. We're good, man. We're so good. you were about to tell me a story right before we started. And uh, what, what were you going to say? Now, you heard about this burn, right? Yeah, I, I did. And I was, you know... Um, Really, what I was going to kind of share with you for just a moment before we talk about whatever you want to talk about, I'm game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, all right, all right. Uh, but you know, one, one of the missions we are a, a privately held family operation, you know, family business. We've got 300 plus employees now. We make over oh hundreds, hundreds of different products, ranging from uh, sun care to just skincare products, you know, bath care, uh, acne, face, any of those kinds of things. We're, we're if it makes sense, as within our wheelhouse, we'll go into it. So uh, that, that's kind of who we are. But my mission personally, and and as a company, has been, you know, we want to how do we how do we reach out and make a difference? You know, touch people's lives. What what can we do? And I can tell you, that's part of. I, I am a, a person of faith. And this thing that that uh, Jim, as you had had brought up, uh, you were calling it, I think, on the podcast, a miracle product, and. Uh, um, my wife, my wife <laughs> and you were sitting there going, "This is great." Yeah, no, no, great no, advertising. <laughs> we're on. We're, we're selling Nicaragua. We're going to China. <laughs> we've got we've got the Jim Brewer calling this a, a miracle product. But you know, right. here, here's what I, it's not all the time that I get to speak. But it was, man. It was you saved my life. Good God, I had I had I had no clue too that you're that you're you've been around a while like you were a family. So our friend Katie got into this, who's running mm -hmm. the true brew 
weekend. She's like, oh, I can, he's the greatest. It's a wonderful family. She got all jacked up. <laughs> and she's like, I talked to it. They're amazing. You're going to love them. You're going to love them. So who's the, who's the think tank in your family? The you say it's family run. Yeah. Who's the think tank? When yeah. you guys get together, how does this really go? You know, we have, um, again, I, I think the um, description I've heard one time said that, you know, we put the fun and dysfunctional kind of thing, right? We, we have a pretty crazy group, but really the, the real think tank with this operation is, is and Jim, hey, just you and, and Mike, D, your family, you guys are invited here anytime. We're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Love to you take know I grew up a Cowboys it. fan, right? Is that a good thing or a bad thing for you? Cowboys? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't well, like that. I don't like that Tom side. I go, I go back to the Tom Landry days. You know, well, that's me. I love the Cowboys uh, back in those days in particular. But, you know, I've. Um, I stopped after Jimmy Johnson got. Re- when Jimmy Johnson had to go, that really bothered me as a Cowboys fan. Well, he really good. bothered me as a Cowboys fan. When he had to go? Yeah, when he let him go. Yeah. When, when when Jerry got in there, that really bothered me. If I ever get to talk to Jerry Jones, I'm going to say, Jerry, you hurt me on that one. Yeah. You hurt me on that one. But that, that's an, and then uh, go ahead, well, man. I'm figuring there, it out. There's a lot of us that feel we probably cost ourselves a, a couple more Super Bowls with that. A lot more. Here, you know, so yeah, I'm trying to be optimistic. It's been a while since we've been there, you know. We'll get back. We'll get we'll back. We'll get back. We'll get so, back. how did this whole company come about? Like, when, when, how old are you when this goes down? This whole, this whole product and all that. So, like, you were doing other stuff. Like, how did, like, I'm a comedian, and in my life, I started around 16, going, "Hey, you know, this is what I want to do." Mm-hmm. And then the next thing you know, uh, I was watching comedy. I was I was studying comedy, and then the next thing you know, I just jumped into it. It took forever, but I'm always fascinated, like people that start their own companies or family business, because I know people who the family started and then the kids take over, mm-hmm. uh, and then that's that's a deciding point too. Is it how did your thing all come about? Well, the company's about 43 years old. And wow, this is a, yeah. okay. So my father, Tom McCurry Sr., yeah. uh, was kind of a who's who in the personal care industry. And it just so happens he he bought into or ended up getting some ownership in a in a company that he and his partner sold to the the Menon company. Remember that speed stick by Menon? Remember the old Menon stuff? Yes, by Menon. You got it. All yeah, right, so this is already you're like the Rockefellers already. You're, you're in it. You're planted. Like you don't know people going. You don't know who that is. A table number. See the table in the corner. You don't know who that is. By Menon. All right. You you know maybe not the Rockefellers, but I, I do have a forklift license. Okay, so I can drive a forklift. Just just we'll, we'll put it all in perspective here. So. <laughs> okay, go ahead. But, but I've had a, we've had a great legacy. You know, he's been in the personal care, skincare business, started Fruit of the Earth when I was a um, senior at Baylor. That's where I met my my bride and uh, all my kids went there. But that's the, um, um, I'm 64 years old. Mm. And now, I'm supposed to, you're, you're supposed to go, oh, there's no way you're 64. 
All right, let's do that again. Let's do that again, Tom. Hold on. Say, Uh, how old are you, Tom? I'm 64. What? Yeah. Not. I I know. Yes. You're 64. Yes. And I thank that this beautiful aloe vera gel right here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, Jim, truly, it it really is for us. You know, we are a, a family business by ownership. Uh, we subscribe to family values, I and mean, that's important to us. That's one of the things that did attract me to you, by the way, is your emphasis on your, your shows are family friendly. And I know there's, there's, you know, we have events in life that, that kind of transform us, you know, and it's very rare uh, that I get the opportunity to have a discussion with that, with one of our uh, end users that have used the product and we get a lot of letters in and this sort of thing, but to have this, you know, I really want to be about it, touching and impacting lives. And if we if we over deliver to our customer, to our to the you know, retailer or whoever we're making the products for, and we get it in the hands of the consumer, like like a Jim Brewer, and you ended up getting a great benefit from it. Well, that's impacting it. And then hopefully we'll get the right to share what, what the difference is with us, you know, and and for me, it, it really is that, that chance, you know, that that chance to even get out there and say, you know what? The difference, what what drives me, isn't the aloe and all this stuff. It's, it's making a difference, and and Tom, it's I want to have a couple. I want to. What's your yeah. drink of choice? What's your drink of choice? My drink of choice. Yeah. Right here, buddy. I get coffee. Coffee. If you go out, if you go out <laughs> with a co- if you go out with some of the boys. Yeah. Okay. And they say, Tom, come on. What are What are we doing tonight? What are mm-hmm. we doing? What do you want? You know, if if I'm going to be in a, I might have a, um, uh, maybe a, uh, maybe a margarita, uh, maybe a, a margarita, glass of wine, a margarita, something. a glass of wine. Yeah. You're but not much. I can't, I can't have that much these days. So no, no, no. But what I'm getting at is mm-hmm. I want to hang out. We have a glass of wine and I want to see, I want to see loose Tom. Cause I know if you're a family business, I know there's a couple incidents where you're like, listen, we had to bring in so-and-so because my father's, he was, and he left, but this guy, he doesn't do anything. He brings nothing to the table, nothing, but we're family. It's all good. I want to hear those stories. And then we'll talk about those. You know what? Uh, You're on. (laughs) <laughs> no, Jim, those you, are going to be the fun stories you have um, a you, you have a few people in the room with me and yes i'm i'm sure so if anyone uh i'm talking the fruit of the earth which saved my life mr tommy mccurry jr um so your dad your dad was uh what was your dad when he yeah, grew so, up? Yeah, so he yeah. had my, my, my dad, my mom, and my uh, he, he had a partner uh, that were the original owners of the company back in, um, you know, 80, 1980 is when they started it. So, so we, we started out with an aloe vera company. I mean, really and truly, it was just aloe vera products. Uh, we had a juice. We make a, a drink. Uh, yeah. I think it's the best drink on the market for aloe. Uh, but we make the the gel. Does it have chunks uh, in it? Does no, it have the pulp in it? Chunks in it? Nah, we don't do that. Pulp. Uh, do you want the chunks? We can make it chunks. I like the pulp. I like the. I like a little bit of the pulp. You like the I like pulp a little bit. There? Not a lot of it. A lot of people don't like the pulp. It's mm-hmm. just like orange juice. Some people like the pulp. Some people. Yeah, like I'm a pulp guy with orange juice. I do like that when I do have. The I do too. I too. Okay, so let me ask you this: 
so you grow up, your, your, dad's, your dad's crushing it. Your dad's crushing it. Are you, is he, like, what, t- how old are you when you realize, <laughs> we're going to, we're, we're doing all right. We like, we got a, you know, life is, uh, our bicycle's a little nicer than the kid down the street. Like, when do you, when do you realize, <laughs> what age do you realize that? Because that's uh, a real thing, too. That's a real thing. That, that is a real thing. I, I don't disagree. The, the way I see it, the way I look at it, yeah. you know, we, we've had, uh, this is something, you know, growing up, my father used to take me to some of the trade shows with him. He, he was a, he's kind of the who's who in the business world back in the day. Right. So he's bringing you. Yeah. My my dad today is 86. Uh, He's unfortunately suffering from Alzheimer's. Yeah. That's a tough. Is he, is he, he who's taking care of him? Uh, We have full-time care. Uh, Yeah. And my mom is all, she is now here. Uh, She's, she's working with the company. Uh, She's our, she's actually our, our, our CEO right now. Yeah. Mom is. Yeah. Mom is mom is mom right next to you. She's not in here. Okay, okay, okay. She's not in here. But I can turn the computer around. You can see some of the people here if you want to see them, Jim. Sure. Who am I looking at? Uh, all right. Here we go. Here we go. I'm not real good at this. But right over there. That's my son, John, who's our uh, in charge of sales. What's up, John? And then over here, that is my wife. Uh, that's Polly. Hi, and Polly. Hi. I greatly, greatly overmarried, Jim. You would be impressed. And that's... Lucretia Hogue, who's been the main contact with uh, with Katie. Hello. So she's hello, a, Lucretia. Nice to meet you. Nice so. to meet you. All right. So now I'm back. They're more fun. I'm glad you got. <laughs> to but uh, yeah. So, so you're. When did? Oh God, this is so much. Yeah, there's so much to dip into here. So. Mm-hmm. So the, your you're dad's bringing the trade shoes. Yeah, your dad's mm-hmm. bringing you the trade yeah, shoes. Yeah, I mean, so I, it's something you know. Growing up, I've always felt like I wanted to go into business. I just, I just fascinate. I love, love people. Love working with people. And you know, the um, opportunity came up my my senior year at Baylor. Uh, they were starting up this company, and uh, they called. Dad called me up and said, "Hey, would you mind going in to see this uh, this retailer in Waco and see if you can't um, sell some of these products?" So I didn't know anything about selling other than what I've right. observed in the shows, went to call this guy and they put him in, you know, it was a $1,500 order back in those days. That might've been a $10 million order. I just couldn't believe it. You know, to, I was more than my tuition at the time, you know, so. Yeah. And how old are you now at that time? My dad. No, how, dad, how old are you? Yeah. When he's yeah. like, I need you to sell this thing. How old are you? Yeah. I mean, I was in college. I was, you know, God. 20, 19, something like that. Um, That's a tipping point. That's when you feel it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but here's the thing too. It's really, and I I know that when you look at your career path and you see all the things that have happened for me, it's, you know, you, you, you keep your head down, you're plowing hard and then you stop for a breath and you turn around and you look at this wake that's behind you. And it's like, Lord, did, did we really accomplish all that? And you see all these great milestones, you know, you see the, accolades that have been given to us and you see all these you know fortune 100 companies we're doing business with you you get to see all these things and it's like it's i feel like uh quite frankly you know i'm probably the weak link in the chain if you meet our people 
I've, I've got the greatest people on the planet that I get to work with. I mean, they're, they're amazing. There's that, they're that, uh, they're, the, they're that magical, you know, dust, you know, that keeps people wanting to, they just want to do business with us. They're, they're really special and I get to work with them. And well, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I, it, what I think is even cooler is that you got to have that connection with your dad. Yeah. And you get your kid there. Like, you know how many people don't, first of all, you know how many people they, they don't want to be around their father? You know, how many t- especially, especially now I know, I know, I know you have money and you're doing well and, and your son has a choice too. He can either, we got money and I'm going to go do really kind of what I want to do and I can rebel and blah, blah. Cause I see it day in and day out, day in and day out. I see what everyone around me, but you just said your son's there and he's like, Oh, that's our sale. He, the fact that he wants to is another whole, uh, it says a lot about you and, and your whole family that you guys stay connected and you know, it's not easy, but to be able to pull that off and, and have a company and keep it running and keep your name going is, uh, it's a pretty awesome thing. Yeah. Well, Jim, I appreciate that. But the reality of it is with me and I, and I mean this, my son, it's like with, with my kids, you know, if, if I was at his age, half the man that he is today, I'd have been a better dad and better father. And I, I attribute any, any, anything good or anything successful that has happened in my presence. It's because of, it's because of the Lord. It really is. You know, he, he made a difference in my life. I, the reason I want to be able to touch and impact lives is someday I hope to get the opportunity to th- tell the story. Of, of, of the impact that God has had in my life. And this is well, it. This, what is that story? Like what, when did that hit you? Did that hit you at a young age? Like, were you going through something heavy? Were you, were you at a milestone with your dad or your family or something? And, and you went, you know what? And then you started seeing things differently because you did. I, I grew up blue collar. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not really sure. I think, I think it started when I was a, a kid and then some people go on and blah, 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 but it strikes people at times. It seems like that happened to you. It did. Is there, what was the moment or what, what, what led up to it? The moment for me was, was back in 89, February of February 9th of 1989. And that was when I came to the realization, quite frankly, that all this stuff that I'd been chasing and working hard for all mm. these things I was doing, it's, it's really not satisfying. I mean, it felt good at the time kind of, but there was something that was deep. And I just believe that I was told that there's without sounding, I hope it don't sound preachy, but I'm just, no, no, dude, just be honest. And, and yeah, I am. Yeah, cause be honest. people they, we're in the stage of life where mm-hmm. people sense honesty. Yeah. They sent, they sense sailing, they sense mm-hmm. selling, and they sense honesty and it's honesty. That's going to sell the future. Well, and, and that's what it is for me. It was simply that, that whole, the questions, I guess everybody has questions, you know, at times, at some point in your life, but there is that, that hole in my, my life and that heart, so to speak, that I was trying to cram other stuff into to try to fill and satisfy. And you know, I doing drugs and stuff or you no, know, just, just work, you know, pursuing the dollar, pursuing your whole life is chasing the sports. The, you know, I grew up here sure. if, man, here. If you didn't growing up, if you didn't hunt, you didn't fish, 
and you know play football man you were a communist that's all there was to it you know <laughs> those became that right. yeah right my dad my dad i mean we're blue collar so it's like you're either going to be a cop or you're going to be a teacher and like and i would always get like you know the police test to come like i'm not i don't i don't want to be i don't want a gun i don't want to i don't want to chase people i i, I don't want to be showing up at domestics i, I don't want to I'm not doing yeah. this. So yeah, man. And then I, I get you. And but that's what life is telling us to do. Go ahead. I'm sorry. But yeah, yeah so, I can relate. So I'm I'm going through this, and then I was going through a, a program, and they had they had two questions in this program that was really um, like it's kind of like the I like to hunt and fish and stuff. So you're familiar with scope yeah. and crosshairs and stuff. And one of the questions was just simply, you know. Tommy, do you know for certain that if you'd have died a day, you'd go to heaven? Well, there's that first little crosshair. And then, well, yeah, you know, all this stuff. And and uh, then it became, well, Tommy, suppose you were to die today and you found yourself standing before God and here to say to you, Tommy, I love you, but why should I let you into my heaven? I mean, that, that was something that was, well, you know, hey, I've worked hard, I've done all these great things and realized that that, that really isn't the solution. We can't work our way into that. And it became, it became, and I'm sorry about this, but it just became a, a no, situation no, no, no. for no, me no. that there's more to this life than pursuing all these things. There's more to life than the Dallas Cowboys, my Philadelphia Eagle. <laughs> I agree yes. with that completely. Yeah. You yeah. know, and really what, what's really going to matter? What's, what's eternal? What's going to happen with that? And that, you know, and when I discovered that, that through Jesus, we have an opportunity to have a relationship with God changed everything for me. And then later on, I get involved. I'm starting to learn more about God's word really through my wife and her, her obedience. I mean, there's a ministry. I'm not, I'm just going to tell you straight up. It's called Bible study fellowship. Yeah. 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 And it's, it's something Jim that, you know, they don't have any, their, their cause is just simply to magnify God and to mature his believers. Right. It's just sure. that they're taking God's word at what it is. And there, right. there is a study. It's a synchronized study that 400,000 people globally are doing it. So if I come to Sarasota and want to join a class there, we're on the same page, same paragraph, same sentence. We are here in Colleyville, Texas. Or if I go to Chicago or LA, right? It's that kind of thing. Learning more about, you know, he knows, he knows you and me, Jim. But do we oh, yeah, no, we don't. We, we don't. I, I, I get I get all that. I yeah, get I know. That. I, I don't mean is, to uh, get preachy with you. No, but, no, 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 but, no. But I would rather have that than yep. anything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. You know, everything nope. else is fleeting. And especially right now, Jim, this world yep. is crazy, man. It is crazy. And the only true hope that this world has is in the person of Jesus Christ. And that's how I feel. And uh, you'll probably get a lot of hope you don't get a lot of hate mail, but you know that. No, that's, no, that's, no, that's no, what no. I believe. And that, that's, no, that's no, no, no. And, and that's what drives me. So that's the driver. I, I agree with that. Um, I agree with the love of it all. Um, I think sometimes I agree with, I, you know, like I agree we all got to make it somewhere. The hardest thing, see, in my mind to unite people is. I talk about this a lot. My, my my thing is, there are a lot of people that are that will that feel that way, and let 
and true or not true, there's a lot of people that will not uh, even give it a chance or give anything a chance um, because they feel denounced. Do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? I do. So, so I feel that we're in the times where, and I would tell us what I, I ask this question all the time. Like if you're Christian, I'll ask, do you trust that, that he has his hands on everything? Right. And mm -hmm. so that's what, I, you know, I've had people say, you know, my dad died and the only bummer is he didn't find the Lord. And I'll go, how do you know that? Well, I know before he died, he I said, but you don't know that. You don't know what his last breath was. You don't know what happened in the last moment. It could have been st uh, stuck in, like, you don't know. So don't, don't dwell on that. Um, and I'm also a big believer in, like it's time to walk the walk. You know, there's, there's, if, if we, if we say, Hey, I'm a, I, we label ourselves at whatever we label ourselves, then you're asking to be, you're asking to be judged. Mm -hmm. You understand? So yep. like, I'll take it for instance, I've seen in my family where someone will say, Hey man, I'm, you know, they make it very known. That's what they are but they'll leave a trail of destruction. They judge this one. And well, that one's not Christian and that, but, but, and I go, you're, you're, you, you got all these eyes on you and you keep saying that, but you're judging here. You're, 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 you're holding on to anger here and you're holding on to anger there. Um, so I go, let, I, 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 and, Again, I will call it the great deceiver, whether it's the devil or whatever. He did a number on, on destroying uh, the imagery of what we feel is, you know, Christ or God. Or what, there's images for everything. And I always wondered what was that image before it, they were put in front of us. So with that said, I feel we're in the times where we can't say it's this way or no way. We're in the times where we can teach what should be done, whether it's from that way, right? Mm -hmm. But the greatest, but the greatest, one of the greatest things I ever heard in my life was the entire world can be changed for the better of all humanity as long as you don't give a damn who gets the credit. That's a powerful statement because in my head too, like, let's say, let's say Jesus knows everything, right? God knows all. And I do, I always say, I just, before we started this, I'm like, Hey man, I just want to be a vessel. Don't let, let, don't let it be about me. Don't let it be about Tom. Let it be sure. about however you want it to flow through us. However you want it, the message to be heard, however people can be touched and they can grow and we can continue to all grow. And that, that, that's the way that I do it. So I'm a believer in, if we feel that's where it comes from, we also have to know sometimes our audience and our student, 
I'll say our pupil, our student. I can't go up to a Jewish guy and be like, unless you go to telling you right now. Hmm. Like, and, and it does, you know, it works for you. Works for me, but I feel we're in times where we got to be very careful uh, and tender and loving how we how we try to show others uh, love and respect, or what what you would say through Christ. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That was kind of heavy. But yeah. I feel we're we're very desperate at those moments in time. We, we are, and I, I I couldn't agree with you more. You know what? I I, I am the last one to judge. I, I have a right. Oh, and I'm not saying you do. I'm not saying you do. But yeah. oh, I do. Tom, let me tell you something. <laughs> I'll be the first to admit. I don't pretend I'm perfect at all. You know, I'll touch yeah. lies and all that. But I ain't. Pl- I, listen, let's not. Let's be honest. We all have really bad parts of us. Whatever. Whatever that. Yeah. Is, whatever. Yeah. And yeah. I mean that that's 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 that sin, right? You know, yeah, the, yeah. the thing is, you know, there's, there's a lot of people that have different different views, opposing views. This war, or our country is becoming more and more anti-God, it feels like, you know, all the things that they're doing. So what what do we becoming? do? Yeah, the, yeah, right. Becoming? Uh-huh, yeah. The so, whole, it never was. I mean, it was for like <laughs> an hour. Our country, I always laugh when they would say, one nation under God. Oh, really? Yeah. Let's take a look at our dollar bill. Let's mm-hmm. take a look at what's on television. Power, <laughs> um, um, ego, yeah, uh, money, uh, lust, uh, vanity, self righteousness. It's like they, <laughs> one nation. Here's the trickery of that. Here's the trickery, uh, in my opinion, the trickery when they say one nation under God, they don't say what the God is. And that's how they get away with that. So if they go, what we are one nation under God, they're not saying under the love of Christ. They're not, they're not saying the love of man. They're saying God and their God could be, which clearly it is. They're not even trying yeah. to hide it. No, you're you're spot on. Try- I hey, let's bring on our new star. Shake that ass. Speak violence. Shoot some guns. Who are we going to idolize today? Who are we going to judge and hate today? All one nation under God. They don't define their God, and that's how they get away with their trickery. Yeah. Trickery. Illusion. Right now, there's some people at home going, I'm not sure if he just went crazy or he's being dead serious. I think he's dead serious. No, I hear exactly what he's saying. Illusions, one nation under God. Um, so I, I hear you, Tom, loud and clear. And you know what I do praise, to be dead honest with you? And some people will will not like what you say. And they, they have a right to say that, but they also have, they have to respect of, that's what drives you. And that's what drives many people. I, I saw it, 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 what I respect is finally people are, are sticking up for themselves mm. where that was muted for a long time. That was muted for a long time where you started to be a freak or you started to be whatever. 
it is time where you know the old country songs used to say you know we what, what song did i just hear um maybe this country boy will survive it's like we read a bible and then if you don't like it we don't give a damn i don't, I don't know the exact lyrics but i'm like wow mm. that there was a time where people go whoa that's that's pretty uh that's rebellious or that's pretty like uh, extreme but to compare that type of extreme to the sexuality the demonization on our on our youth the the pushing to absolutely murder one another in a in to, to go to war without even having a question about it those are very demonic evil acts so it's funny how one side will start exploiting the other but they keep up this illusion one nation under war and lust and take your money and um it's nice to see that people are putting their foot down and going you may not agree but i come from a god-driven place a holy god a, a whether it's jesus clearly jesus what let, let's say clearly jesus wasn't a he wasn't a you won't get he wasn't a jerk he may be the only not let's say jesus doesn't exist this is what i tell people too let's say he doesn't exist okay let's say like i can't believe that this doesn't exist well then can't you just go by the motto the motto's easy and i mean call whatever you want call whatever you want don't judge your neighbor respect that love one another treat use the way i mean it's so simple anyway i'm going off on ranting tom but this is the um these are the things that is going to start bringing people together i really i really believe that you know and i appreciate i love when you go off thank you <laughs> yeah great. no my apology but i i you don't understand it's sometimes it's very spooky for me to do that and i thank you because of this i was able to go in those directions where i think these are the times people just need to hear it whether you believe it whether you don't believe it whether you want to fight it or 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 debate it, it we're done with all that haven't we see all seen enough jim people like, are searching done. everything you described people are searching they're, they're searching, searching for something that's going to satisfy right yes and and you know you you and, and me too i'm involved with a lot of people from a lot of different walks of life from a lot of different values and they many of them are very different from my own and, and from your own but what what are we to do we're to love them the bible tells us that we are to love our neighbor regardless of how what their views are we're to love them anyway i like it's to not love easy them. though it isn't easy it isn't easy. That in fact, dog I've, drops a deuce on I've, your lawn, Tom. I've, I've got very close people to me that sometimes I have to just say, God, I can't love them right now. You're going to have to give me your love for them, or I may start a prison ministry from the inside out kind of thing, you know? <laughs> if and that I, dog you know, keeps dropping a deuce on my lawn, I'm having a hard time loving this neighbor. I'm yeah. having a hard If your dog does that one more time. <laughs> hey, we've got guns here too, you know. So. <laughs> <laughs> <That's right. laughs> 
but it is that. <laughs> and I appreciate you. I mean, just asking because you know what it is. I, I respect people's views and, and all. We, we do. We have to. We, we love that. And hopefully, maybe, just maybe, there's something that people see in Jim or that may, maybe they see in me that may be different from what they're experiencing. And they want to know what the reason is or what the cause is. I heard it said one time, you know, share the gospel with somebody. And if you have to, use words. That's that walk the talk that you were talking about. You got to walk you know? the walk, walk the walk, talk the talk. Yeah, there and you that's go. And that's, you know, and, 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 I'm, and I tell everyone, and I, and I never show any qualms, I don't, I personally, not a church guy, can't stand church. Can't stand mm -hmm. it. Now, it doesn't mean it's wrong or whatever. It just means I, me, Jim Brewer, can't do, I walk in, I meet like, I don't, I can't, I can't do this. I can't. See, yeah. and, and, and I will say to you too, uh, and I do see where people get turned off. And this is, this mm -hmm. is one of the issues too, where I have to start piss people off, but it's just, it's time to be honest. The minute that guy starts asking for money, mm -hmm. I, I immediately, because to me, yeah. Because to me, it's like the air, our water, our our lives, uh, knowledge to give one another, and any spiritual God knowledge, Jesus, is is yeah. It's it's free offering. It's mm. free offering. I don't want to hear you need to build a new wing. I don't want to hear. Uh, we need a new back uh, driveway because our church is too busy and it's clogging up traffic. <laughs> so yeah. you need some cash. I don't want to hear um, we need to help Ukraine. I don't want to hear a lot of things that come up and, the, and th those are major to me, those are major issues with the church today. And hmm. it's, it's, uh, that's by the way, Tom and I, I'm not going to lie to you. I had no clue where I was going in this story. I had, when I say zero clue, Tom didn't expect this. I did not expect this on my life. I have no clue how we got here, but we're here. So this is a great conversation. So <laughs> yeah, it is those, pretty organic, right? What's that? It is pretty organic. No, no, no. It is organic. But I like this because I think I was even afraid to have these conversations with my wife and other people that would say, you know, we're Christian, all that. But like to those things are serious, serious turnouts. Um, yeah. and, I, and I've heard the justifications mm -hmm. and I've heard every angle um, but those things really drive, they, they're going to turn a lot of people. So then we, so that's why we go off on it. See, my church is, my church has always been, um, like I would see God, devil, uh, Jesus. I told you what, you know, the first time I saw the devil. Please tell me when you didn't turn my picture on. <laughs> no. <laughs> Did you ever see the devil? Do I ever, ever see the devil? I, I certainly see the works like of face to face. No, not face to face. Okay. I was, and I, yes, were drugs involved? Yes, drugs were involved. Mm -hmm. 
I was a teenager, and and the only thing that made me uh, remember this was um, a series that I just watched where they were talking about they were trying hallucinogenics on people, and it made them sober because they found God, or many of them found God, or they just they found their faith, and they never needed to do uh, drugs. And, went, and they were like, all right, we can't. This is a one and done. Pick it up the market. I'm not saying that's what happened, but it reminded me there was this drug called mescaline and I don't know, it, it made you, it made, I was, I was always afraid to do drugs and took this. So I was with some friends. Uh, all I remember is going on a bus and, and I went, I can't do this. I, I don't enjoy this. I want to go home. They're like, well, you're going to be bugging out for a couple hours. I said, well, I can't, I can't, I can't do this. I need to, I can't be around people. So he walks me home and he says, don't look in the mirror. Just go inside, go in your bedroom. Don't look in the mirror. Um, you know, it's late. You can try watching TV, but don't, don't leave your room. Don't wake your parents up. Okay. He knew my parents were living. Sick. <clears throat> what I do, I went and looked in the mirror. And I'm telling you, mm. yes, my pupils were dilated. Yes, I was on hallucinogenics. However, I remember it like yesterday. I looked in and I saw I I'm what I perceived. The devil was laughing, and I got in an argument with him. I went, oh no 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 yes no I screwed up, I screwed up. But this ain't forever. This is just now. You don't you don't own me. You're not owning me. I have a good soul. I'm keeping this good soul. You ain't, you ain't owning it. So yeah, no. And I started cursing at him and my mom woke and my mom woke up at three 30 in the morning and I got to sober up in seconds. But, um, I try to figure it because people ask me like, when did you, and that was, that was the first time where I saw like, Whoa, that's how dark I just saw dark. If you continue on a certain route, I'm showing you what dark is. Now you have a choice. Mm. And it's like, so uh, these are good conversations to be had. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to have them anytime. And I know yeah. I've, I've, I've heard some wonderful things about D and the challenges that she's faced. Yeah. And, uh, man, what a, what a great, what a great story. And I'm, I'm really, I'm very privileged to visit with you, Jim. And I'll talk anytime. You know, it is something I, I don't. I don't like to be churchy. I don't like. No, no, no. But that's stuff, that's. You know, but I, but I like sharing. That's who you are. Because you know, no one can ever question what God's done in your life, Jim. Only you can. You can share that. That's and, easy. You know, but yeah. when I when I heard your your wonderful, I hope I have the opportunity to meet her someday. Uh, but you know, we had a story with with my. Sometimes you get to a point when you know my wife years ago. Uh, was diagnosed with a little spot on her liver. And that's no problem. We're going to find the best doctors. And we did. We're going to do all these things. And we did. And we got to a point where I could do no more. We got, right. we got to the point where it's a helpless feeling too. It is a helpless, Very helpless feeling. feeling. It's a horrible feeling. When I, I, you, especially as a man. Yes. I mean, for yes. anyone, but that's our nature. To, I remember to help, driving, yeah. Yeah, driving in my car and crying out to God, 
what else? I have nothing else to do. I felt impressed in my heart, not an audible voice. You've done everything. Yeah. Tommy, it's time just to trust me. And that that all worked out. Thankfully, it worked out. You know, we have other challenges, but it it is, it's a journey, man. It's not a one, one and done. No, man, it's a long trip. It is a trip. And I know, I know you like to scuba. You're down there with the sea turtles and the sand sharks. Yes. I hear these great stories of you and your wife traveling everywhere on the Hilton, Hilton Vacation Club or whatever (laughs) you have, you know? And, and, and yeah. you're, you're scuba, scuba diving everywhere and you're down yeah. in, in the depths of the water. You yeah. know, one of the, uh, I, one of a series I really enjoy is called the chosen. And one of the, one of the lines in there was, was a line where, you know, where, where the, one of the disciples is, is ministering to another disciple and he's saying, you know, we're, we're going to learn this. And, and it says, one of the things he talked about, you know, in, on the highest mountains, wherever you are, he is there in the depths, as far deep as you go, he is there. In other words, we can't escape that. And you are swimming in God's creation. He made that. And he made all this. Yeah, he made it all. But he's there. And to those of us that you know, that love him, and he wants everybody to love him. He's, about, he's the most inclusive God on the ever, period. The inclusive one. He wants everybody to come to him. Well, but anyway. Yeah, um, no, but you're right. The souls go into, if, if, our souls are connected to every living thing that exists and everything was such an, that's why I get bummed out. You know, people say, Oh, you're anti, you know, gender. No, I'm not. Mm-hmm. It, it's, yeah. I'm sad that people don't realize that they were created or designed perfectly but this world tries to teach them what perfection is and the world's never going to teach you what perfection is. Oh, that's good. Only your heart and your design. And I say, and I always say, didn't, didn't your parents read to you the story of the ugly duckling? (laughs) (laughs) This duck was, (laughs) but I mean, it's that simple. Yeah. It's that simple. Mommy, I don't like the way I look. I don't like my dog. I don't like Well, you're not, the God ain't done with you yet. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't understand why this thing look. It looks like it. I don't like the way it looks. It looks well. That's because you don't know what it's what it's all about yet. And then he keeps doing it, and they get, and he turns into the most beautiful thing in the world. It that is so sad to me when you when you mm-hmm. when you see we're so disconnected with mm. with life's existence with this incredible design. Like, uh, uh, this animal goes to the bathroom to feed this thing. And then this grows, even our bodies, our bodies die. And then the worms are in it and the worms excrete and we become dirt. And then the plant comes up and then that feeds the air. And you, I mean, it, that has been sucked out of our entire lives by whatever this madness is called. Go to school, go to college, go to this, go to that, buy our shirts. Now we're all addicted to it. We're all addicted to it. Um, and the hardest part is unlearning it all. I heard someone once say, uh, maybe it was Dick Gregory, where he's like, he said, he said, God, he goes, he said, it's such a great, he said, he put you here. You clean. <laughs> you got to be clean when you go back home. Because <laughs> when you get here, you get all dirty and this and that. He said, you were, you were clean. When you-
you leave, you better clean up. Clean up before you leave. And I didn't do it. I didn't do it justice. But I I heard what he meant. And I'm like, oh my God. Yes. Because um yeah. I think I think the good of life and all of it is working. And um and we gotta remember the more beautiful the light becomes. Mm-hmm the angrier their dart gets and they try to make it much darker. So as, as, as someone says, put your armor up, mm-hmm. just gotta make sure that armor is on, um, but not looking for war. Not looking for war. Not looking for war, just, mm-hmm. just preventing attack. Just prevent, just to let them know like, hey, I will defend. You know, Jim, I, I was, um... I heard a new term for me and I heard it from your show. Okay. If somebody, if, if somebody was to ask me what is wedging, I, I would have said <laughs> that, that, that is when you grab somebody in the back by their underwear <laughs> and you pull it up and wrap it around their shoulder blades. That guy is wedging, right? But I know from, <laughs> yes. From our friend Sib that uh that's that's consuming a good big amount at one time i think is a california term or something i don't know i'm i'm still <laughs> learning you know i need to get out more but you know one thing i've discovered you can wedge <laughs> on god's word and you can trust him and let let that change you you know it the spirit sure. of god works through his word so hey i'm, I'm gonna i don't know if that's ever been used before let's go wedge on god's word i'm wedging i want to consume this <laughs> thing. So, anyway it's um man i, I, Tom, I, I this was listen this was a pleasure this was uh i don't think either expected either one of us expected to be talking for almost an hour and the direction we went um but i love these conversations they're real conversations and it doesn't stop us from what we do in life, whether it's you with fruit of the earth and what that product puts out there or what you do at your family or how you spend it. It's uh, these conversations. They always feel good. So I, I appreciate your time. I appreciate your support. Um, I love that Katie connected us and your, so I can say honesty, uh, honestly, that, that aloe stuff, I don't know where you get it and people could look it up. Yes, that stuff right there. This stuff right here. Saved me and Mike the Sound Guy. I turned Mike the Sound Guy onto it, but I appreciate I look forward to hanging out with you and having that wine. And we and we have a couple more loud giggles and get into it even further. And I appreciate, listen, you know, you go, I'm sorry, uh, you know, I didn't mean to go this way, but I appreciate you letting me be honest as well. Because some people you know, like you see it this way, I see it th- this way, but we all kind of see the same light. And that's, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Well, we, we are thrilled. I, I have to, t- I, I really truly need to get out more. Yeah, no, you will. We'll get you out more. <laughs> but, um, but you're, but, but I mean that you and you guys are always welcome here down the Dallas Fort Worth area. And we'll do plant tours and get to see how all this wonderful stuff is made. And even more importantly, meet our people. But please I'll tell t- your bride hello and your family. We love family values. That's who we are. And I uh, hope I get to meet you guys in person sometime. I'm sure you will. Tommy, it was a pleasure. It was such a pleasure. You have a good one. Tommy McCurry Jr., Fruit of the Earth. Later, Thank Gator. Um, wow, I didn't expect that. So, you know, the beginning, when we were talking in the beginning, 
I, I could tell either if you're nervous or, or, you know, he's used to selling, which is, that's, that's what he's trained to do. And that's, that's what people are trained to do when they own a product and, you know, and the sales pitches and all that. And, and what I'm starting to discover is we all make mistakes. We all try to, but the more real conversations we have and the more um, brutally honest conversations, you know, like Tommy, I know some people, they, they, they'll say, you know, you got to go through the word, you got to go through, um, you know, through Jesus, you got to go through, and I get that, and I always tell them my view as well, and I think they, they, these are really important things to talk about in this time in life. I'm not saying you need to become this or this, but it's, I have my deep concerns on how it's all presented and what everyone should be doing. Uh, I think it's the time of walking the walk. If we're here to make life better and help people and enhance their lives, walk the walk. And when you walk the walk, you then you can talk the talk if they ask. Hey, um, what makes you, what keeps you so grounded? What keeps you, what keeps you motivated? What keeps you on such a straight edge? What keeps you, where, where do you get there? Well, to be honest with you, because I have to say, I saw this thing years ago. Um, It, it, I'll, I'll say this, and I'm saying it only because it's the truth. Years and years and years ago, I had a radio show, and on that radio show, um, Joe Rogan came on as a guest, and he called in. And I remember looking at my friends, and we were all, we'd always get excited when Joe came. I think it was like his third time on. He was always just fascinating to listen to such intensity and truth and he went on a rant about how the times are changing and how truth is is going to be the new way of life and i'm not saying hey we need to pray but when you hear th that that was a moment that made me really think and it gave me hope and it gave me a, a lot of things and the word truth goes on many, many levels, many, many, many levels. goes through faith, goes through spirit, goes through uh, relationship, it goes through everything. And when I have conversations with uh, Tommy McCurry Jr., you know, he comes on, he's, he wants to sell, he doesn't sell, he's going to talk about Fruit of the Earth, but he's clearly, he's listening to some shows and he's a faith guy and a family guy and a you know, church guy, Jesus, Bible, um, I feel like we need to have more conversations like we did today, honest conversations and honest, because the more we get labeled, the more they separate us, the more visuals you see, the more uh, it, it's, it's, 
we got to start looking way beyond it, way beyond it, and start looking after one another. So I'm really thankful I got to talk with Tommy today. Uh, thank you, Katie, for hooking that up. Katie Smith, really, really thank you so much for that connection. Uh, Thanks for hanging out today. Me and Mike are going to talk about some sketches and putting things together. Uh, go to jimbrewer.com for tour dates, stand-up comedy dates, All right. It's a lot funnier than this. So this is not. This is more like the whatever talk size. So I appreciate you. Have a good one. All that jazz. Do I look fat in this? Look at my nipples. Were my nipples hard the whole time? Is it cold up there, man? It's a little chilly up here. Were they? Did they look like that the whole time? My whole message is thrown out the window because someone might have been looking at my nipples. And that's how it goes. I'll make sure I point it out <laughs> during the edit. Yeah. We'll see you next time in the Bruniverse. Have a good one. <laughs>